0: I feel like the holidays are extra stressful for people living with type 1 diabetes like myself. And in today's episode, I want to walk you through how we can plan ahead for that, but also the one thing that is likely the Grinch of your diabetes, the thing that's making it difficult for no apparent reason, just because it's fun to mess up your blood sugars. will thank you after you finish today's episode. But before we get into that, we're going to start with our theme song and then get into our story. The Grinch stole my beautiful blood sugars. Or maybe they weren't beautiful in the first place. But either way, maybe the Grinch is just being Grinchy with your diabetes. Today we're talking about how you can fix your blood sugars before they get messy going through the holiday season. Now, I we actually had a challenge recently. I want to dive in with that story first. We had this challenge called the Fix My Blood Sugars Challenge, and it was Wildly exciting, uh, truly mind-blowing to see everybody going through it and achieving their results. Uh, we promised everyone that went through it that we would give them the secrets to hitting ninety percent time and range. And what was interesting is that with that challenge, we also included a coaching call and said, "Hey, we want to make sure you're implementing, getting all the answers you need, so you have no excuse but to hit this ninety percent." And uh, a good chunk of people decided that instead of booking their their challenge call, their specialist call right off the bat, they wanted to push it off. Couple weeks, give it a chance to kind of settle down and maybe we'll get to this later, right? And, And I don't know everybody's reasoning, I just heard a couple of them, but a lot of it was, let's just set this aside because I can. I want to push it off and see how things go. And oftentimes in my life, I've noticed that whenever I push something off, it's often the one thing that I need to do right now. (laughs) There's usually resistance that surrounds things that are more important. And the reason I'm pushing them off is because I know it's the one thing I should probably be doing. And I actually made a post in our private Facebook group as well. And I asked people, what is the one thing that you know you should be doing that you're not doing? and it was an amazing response people just being open and vulnerable and sharing the thing that they know they should be doing but they're not and I applaud them for sharing that information because it's not easy to admit I know I should be doing something but I'm not right and the response is varied wildly some people said I know I should be going for walks other people said I know I should be pre-bolusing or counting my carbs or taking all the insulin all at once and you know a lot of different things happening there but <clears throat> what I've noticed is that a lot of times it isn't this ignorance of, should I be doing an XYZ? It's, I know I should, but I want to push it off. <laughs> I, know, I know I should do this one thing and it's going to fix a lot of my problems, but I don't feel like it. Right. And so oftentimes, like what we saw with the, at least a few, I'll give them, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but a few people in our challenge, they wanted to push things off as far as they could. They went to the end of the calendar availability because oftentimes we know that call Is going to be next steps on how to fix my blood sugars, what else to do to continue making awesome progress. And it sounds like more work, right? Or whatever the reasoning there is behind that, even though that call is meant to support and give uh, coaching, essentially. Uh, But with that, a lot of times we find there is friction with the steps required of us to hit our ultimate goals. And I wanted to dive into why we self-sabotage in this way, uh, because I've certainly done the same thing. In fact, when I first started FTF Warrior, my wife and I, uh, we found this mentor. We wanted to hire them to coach us through a lot of different things and help us to help more people, essentially. We didn't know how to do this thing, right? And uh, one of the best ways you can learn new things is to hire someone to teach you the secrets and help you to avoid the mistakes that they made. Best secret I can give you right there is to find the expert that's accomplished the thing you want to do, and tell them to teach you how to avoid the big mistakes that they made. So you learn from their mistakes and, and not have to make the mistakes yourself. Right? Biggest secret to life right there. Now you can have that. But what we wanted to do is to hire this person to help us to avoid those pitfalls. Right? To to kind of shortcut the process. Here's how to do it. Just lay it out. Give us a blueprint. It'd be a huge help. And. Uh, Uh, We decided it was a wise decision. We were going to do it, but I had some friction. My wife was like, we got to do it. We got to do it. It's X, Y, Z price. We got to do it now. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm kind of dragging my feet. Like, is this really what we want to do? Is Are we sure this is the right person? Uh, Maybe there's somebody else who can teach us too. And I was like, "Ah, I just don't feel great about it i don't know and i was procrastinating right there was resistance because i knew on the other side of that decision would be change would be action that's required of me and even though i knew that was the right step i was hesitant and you know what happened well they did raise their prices (laughs) quite a bit Uh, a lot actually and it was my fault initially i got mad at them i was like how could you uh but the reality was they had let us know I didn't take it seriously. And because of my procrastination, we ended up paying a significantly higher amount and we ended up paying it anyways. Like It's not even just like, oh, and we didn't join. It was like, no, we still ended up joining, but it required more uh, of cost on our side. I was like, gosh, dang it. I need to learn from that lesson, right? And oftentimes there's this holiday tax that we all pay or in in the title of today, the Grinch that stole my my good blood sugars, my T1D is oftentimes this complacency that we get lulled into during the holidays. And you might not see it right away, right? It's a a lulling of complacency because you might get to New Year's and then look back at your blood sugars over the last couple of weeks and you're like, oh shoot, where did my time in range go? Oh shoot, my A1C jumped. It's high. What happened, right? Or like, oh, shoot, I can't remember the last time I counted my carbs. <laughs> it's been weeks or months or whatever. And oftentimes we wait until we get to that spot where it's like, "Oof, now it hurts, right? Now I need to take action. And with these, uh, these complacency lulls, you know, during the holidays especially, but also during different busy times of life, we wait until it's become too late, And it's like, well, now I have to start over, right? I can't just continue with my momentum. I have to start back at square one and rebuild the foundations. It's extra effort. It's extra time. I might have to learn some new things. I've lost my footing, right? And uh, as I was mentioning with our our challenge participants, even though they've been hitting 90, 95, 100% time and range in less than a week, they've got these two weeks gap now where they're likely going to lose some motivation, some accountability, the momentum that they gained from that challenge. And they might fall back into old habits, old patterns, old mistakes, and lead them into a place where they have to start over. Square one, they've lost the ground that they gained. And so as we head into this holiday season, I mean, for the time I'm filming this video, it's Christmas time. So first of all, Merry Christmas, <laughs> depending on when you're hearing this. Uh, Happy New Year, I guess that's coming up too. But this holiday break that so many of us find ourselves in we get complacent in a lot of areas of our lives it's not just diabetes right where we stop carb counting we'd say oh just one more dessert i won't have to take insulin for that we'll let this one slide uh, which by the way diabetes does not allow you to let things slide <laughs> it keeps a record and it holds you accountable uh, you will see those numbers as a result but it's not just diabetes Right. Oftentimes we hear all about it. Oh, it's weight loss. I gained 20 pounds over Christmas. It's time for change now that it's New Year's. Right. But I cannot tell you enough how many times I've heard. I'll just wait until the new year. I'll just wait until I make my New Year's resolutions. Well, now is not the right time because the holidays are hectic. The reality is it's just not a priority. If we're being honest with ourselves. Right. And understanding that whatever it is that you might be putting off is something that you know you should do but there is restriction, not restriction there's friction that's the what i'm looking for there's friction surrounding that next step and without the accountability to take that step you're never going to do it new year's isn't a, a fix all you're not going to get to new year's and go okay now yep it's time day one day two i'm going to complete this plan most of the time early february rolls around i think the statistic was like 86% or something of people who have given up on their New Year's resolutions by February, a month, <laughs> a month into their plans. Like, you know what? I actually didn't want that as bad as I thought I did. I'm going to go back to my old habits because they're comfortable, right? And I've done the same thing uh, in many different areas of my life. I'm going to do XYZ. I get a couple weeks into it. And I'm like, this is hard. This is uncomfortable. I'm not a big fan of this. And because I didn't have accountability, there was no consistency I let the habits fall I I look back a year later and I'm like shoot all right well I guess I'll try this new year's we'll see if anything changes granted now it's been like five years of me saying that right and we look back and we're like when am I going to get this done probably never because I'm a loser ah just kidding we make jokes with our friends but the reality is if we don't learn to take action in the moment on what we know we need to do we're not going to right? Unless someone else is like holding you hostage, like you have to do this. Those are your good friends, by the way. If you have people that are going to make you uncomfortable and challenge you, those are the people you want to stick around. Those are the people that are going to help you become a better version of yourself. And if you don't have anybody like that, that's where coaches come in handy. I'll tell you, there's some coaches that I thought I hated. And I look back and I'm like, they're the reason that I've improved. And I look back, and I, I call them up and I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was disrespectful when you were coaching me. You changed my life for the better. Thank you. But you need people like that in your life. You need to be surrounded by winners in your environment who are going to challenge you, keep you accountable, and make sure you are taking those next steps that you know you need to do. So two parts to this episode today. i are going to keep it short. I want to make sure you guys get back to your enjoyment of the holidays. But number one is that as we enter into, or maybe it's already halfway through when you're listening to this, the holiday season or any time of year where you notice you're pulling back and just relaxing, taking a little break, to not give up on your goals, to not push them off, to not procrastinate. It's one of the worst things you can do because you lose momentum, you lose the ground that you've gained, and you're gonna have to start back from two steps, three steps behind where you are right now. So instead of letting yourself fall into complacency, make a commitment to yourself to take the next step that you know you need to take, which leads me into the second part of this. I made that post in our group i said hey what's the one thing that you know you should be doing right now but you're not doing tons of comments a lot of them are pretty consistent as well in their diabetes room i know i should be pre-bolusing but i'm not i know i should be tracking my carbs i'm not right but we know what we need to do oftentimes if you sat yourself at the edge of your bed or in your office chair or wherever you are right now and you truly asked yourself man what is one thing that I know I should be doing that would yield a positive return towards my goals that I'm not currently doing? What's one thing that I should be doing right now? I guarantee you, I come up with five things, (laughs) right? It's easy to figure out what we're not doing when we are open and vulnerable with ourselves and ask ourselves that question. But the reality is the next step for most people where they fall short. Okay. I know what the one thing is, but am I going to do it? Am I going to take action? Am I going to be the kind of person that actually moves towards my goals? Or am I going to be complacent and complain about being complacent? It's the most dangerous combination I know of. Is being complacent, yes, right? But then complaining about the complacency, which means that you ultimately are making excuses. Oh, I can't believe I just, I never get my goals. I never get to lose the weight. I never improve my A1C, my time and range. Well, then do something about it. Right. And this is a message to myself as it is to everyone here. There are things in my life that I know I need to do. I even spoke to my wife about this because I wanted accountability. If you want to take action, bring somebody else into your life that is going to help you take that next step to hold you accountable. And if need be to kick you in the butt. Right. I know my wife loves me and she loves me enough to say, Matt, you're not doing the thing you said you were going to do. Why aren't you doing it? Right. And I have to look her in the eyes and go, you're right, I'm gonna go do it, right? So today, it's a, it's an encouragement episode, looking at what are you not doing that you know you should be doing that would move you towards your goals. Now, of course, with this being a diabetes-focused podcast, if we look at our complacency levels over the holidays, that's gonna be a big source of a lot of the lost momentum. As you're looking back from the new year at the, the Christmas times, oh, I stopped counting carbs. Oh, I stopped pre-balisting. Oh, I stopped caring or moving forward. And that's going to be the level of uh, momentum that you need to maintain if you expect to go into the new year with completed goals or with goals that are nearing completion instead of taking a step back and just letting life happen. Now, I want to give you guys kind of a a bonus trick. One that when I was first diagnosed, I wish I had been told. And that is that as we also enter into this holiday season, there's different types of foods that make a resurgence. And a lot of people are going to be shopping for if they know that you're diabetic. And that's the sugar free foods. So real quick, I'm going to tie this in. Fake sugars are not always your friend. Okay. Uh, it's a marketing team's job to make the front of the package look like it's super low carb. Oh, it's got one gram of net carbs. And you look on the back and it's got 25 carbs per tablespoon. <laughs> and you're like, what the heck? Where are they stuffing these carbs? Just trust me, uh, fake sugars don't always equal better blood sugars in fact sometimes they can jack your sugars up and that's also uh not even mentioning the fact that they might leave you in the bathroom a little longer than you had planned uh, so do be careful with the foods that are substituting all these different ingredients just to make it quote unquote diabetic friendly uh, sugar-free does not equal carb-free. That's a big one I want you to look at as well. So look at which fake sugars are being used, how much fiber is in that thing. Um, is the math that they're giving you marketing math or is it truly nutritional facts, right? And take that into consideration as you're dosing for food this, uh, this holiday season. And of course, if you want more info on that side of things, we're going to be diving into that in a newsletter for this next month, along with a bit of accountability, some motivation with the new year coming up. But with a new level of certainty surrounding your diabetes strategies, your insulin, your activity, your food, the different factors that impact blood sugars, we went over this in depth in the challenge, and I'm going to be writing up a review of that challenge and giving away the goods. If you want to get access to that, you're going to have to sign up for our physical newsletter. There's nothing like it anywhere else. It's type 1 diabetes focused. So if you don't take insulin, this isn't going to apply to you manually. If you produce insulin, good for you. I'm happy for you. But if you take insulin manually, if you're injecting on an insulin pump, anything like that, this is the newsletter for you. We've got a ton of people in there that would tell you that it's the thing to go to when you need help. Uh, when you need accountability, when you need guidance. So that one, that newsletter, it's called the Renegade Warriors Newsletter. It actually ships to your doorstep. Uh, and it's by far the best resource that I can get out to the general population without requiring you hop on a phone call with me or my team and without having to go through a whole process to get the secret tips of what's going on behind the scenes. We share A lot of the gold nuggets that we discuss in our coaching calls, in our programs, in that newsletter, and the only place that you can get it is at renegadenewsletter.com. The reason we call it Renegade, you'll actually find out when you go to that website. It's quite the interesting story, and uh, it's going to get you a lot of help as you need this for your new goals going into the new year. So don't let diabetes be the Grinch that holds you back. Don't fall into complacency. Do not allow your diabetes to fall by the wayside. Jump in attack your goals, commit to that. And if you want a little bit of guidance, some golden nuggets and some new strategies that we're going to be covering in the new year, go to renegadenewsletter.com. I truly hope you enjoy your holiday season, your Christmas. Hope you have smooth blood sugars. We got a really special episode coming out for you next week. So keep an eye out for that. All right. So renegadenewsletter.com. I'll catch you guys in there and uh, have an amazing rest of your day. Almost forgot. I'm going to be covering how I get this every single week as well. If you don't see the screen, it says 95% time and range over the last week. It's been consistently in the 90s for years. I cover that in this newsletter as well and more. So renegadenewsletter.com. Check it out. Get your blood sugars in check. I'll catch you guys next time. Keep up the fight.